Well, here we go. Episode seven of the Chase Merrill Podcast. Wow. I, uh, I have my, my guest today, uh, Grandma Wanda. Wanda Jean Smith. We are uh, here in Tennessee celebrating your 80th birthday. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being on the podcast with me, Grandma. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this podcast, this specific year, we're doing the 52 Project, and it's 52 different people who have made an impact on my life and are still making an impact on the world around them. And you are a big reason why I'm here. Like the fact that I love the Lord, the fact that I have a relationship with Jesus and have grown even in ministry. A lot of things have been in large part because of your prayers, how you love my mom, who is your daughter, and uh, and my dad as one of your own sons. Yes. And uh, not only prayed for us, throughout our years growing up, still do, but invested into like our, our experiences to go to like camps and things like that where I really got to have encounters with Jesus that may have not happened had it not been for you being like, nope, I'm gonna make sure they get to camp. Ooh. And so uh, today, what a privilege for me. Have you ever been on a podcast before? Have you ever, Never. Have you ever had a <laughs> microphone connected? And Never. <laughs> how are you feeling? Nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've had a lot of dates over uh-huh. the years, yes, even at, at 31, even to my adult years, mm-hmm. any opportunity that I've, I've had to get to go on a one-on-one coffee date, lunch date, dinner date. One of my favorite things. Yeah. Anybody that knows you, which are the people that, that know me, that know you, uh, you're not somebody they forget. Oh, you are you. A, a force of love and joy and life. That even the one-time person that like, you know, randomly happens to be around when you're there visiting or whatever mm-hmm. over the years, you come up to them and, and, you know, hug them and embrace them like they've been friends of ours mm. our whole lives. And I'm Grandma Wanda. I, I am Grandma Wanda. Like, yeah. you, you don't let them call you something besides that. I'll tell them that I'll be their grandma. <laughs> yeah. But that has been, uh, I just love that. My, my mm. friends, the people that do know you, like that's part of what they know about you. You are, you're literally- And they still call me Grandma yeah, that's Wanda. That's what I said, they, you literally are Grandma Wanda for like hundreds of people. And so coming out here to Tennessee this, mm. uh, this last week with over 30, 35 or plus family members from all over the, the country flew mm-hmm. in to celebrate you. Such a blessing. Yeah, 80 years old. I can't believe that either. <laughs> so just for the, the, the difficult uh, at math people, I'm not one of those, but in case I was, what year were you born? 1943. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. And you're sitting here, one, not looking like 80 years old. Uh, you make oh, 80 look incredible. <laughs> uh, but sitting around the campfire last night, bonfire, wasn't really campfire, in the backyard, mm. getting to celebrate you and your 80th birthday, listening to stories about who you are and uh, funny ones, meaningful ones, looking at pictures. Uh, you have lived a really full life. I have. And you've really loved people full and deep and well along those years. Especially my grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So part of what I want to do today uh, is just share a little bit about who you are, how you've made an impact on my life. And uh, for those that haven't had a chance to meet you and get to have that Grandma Wanda hug moment, for them to like leave this conversation today, whenever they listen to it or watch it, and have that sense of like, I just gave, I just got a hug from Grandma Wanda. That, wow. That's the kind of feel I hope people will get 
as we have our conversation today. I hope so too. Yeah. (gasps) And for me, the why I'm even doing this podcast is really to help people get freed up from the stuff that's holding them back so they can get built up into who they were made to be. And a lot of my journey has been overcoming and still walking through and overcoming things in life that have held me back. Mm. I felt like I've been bound by or stopped or hindered something in my life. And, and then actually becoming and walking into being built into who I was made to be. That's the why. That's, if people are listening, that's my prayer that they'll, they'll really take away from these episodes this year of the 52 Project. And so that's also a piece that I know you've overcome a lot of stuff in your life. Mm. By, by like losing your mom early uh, to cancer mm. when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Having to step into that space. And I, maybe could you just give us a snapshot of like your the, the childhood piece of like okay your siblings and the that that season of difficulty with with even losing your your mom and ha- what you had to step into just as like an intro okay so people can get to know you just for a moment okay well my mom was sick for quite a while and um i would say from the time she I was 11 until 16. Well, actually, she was diagnosed with cancer when I was 11 years old and uh, and sick on and off. And uh, my brother and I picked up a lot of the slack yeah. uh, with the home, with our home and everything. But my mom loved Jesus. Yeah. She served people. She really loved the Lord. She would do it, anything she could, pile the car full, Vacation Bible school, taught Sunday school, um, and really everybody that knew her loved her, yeah. and my dad as well. And uh, they were active in our church and uh, really taught Freddie and I how to even tithe. Yeah, We had an allowance of $3, I don't remember if it's a week or a month, at that probably a month at that time, but we had to put back in the jar 30 cents for our tithe. (laughs) So I learned that pretty early on. And uh, she was always an example of love, really of Jesus to everybody in our, in our whole town. Yeah. When did you like, so being, being raised by a mom and dad that loved Jesus, when, when would, when would, when did it become real for you? Like your love or relationship with Jesus? I think I was probably I'm guessing six or seven. Yeah. I really can't remember. Yeah. 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 Very, uh, very real. Um, it just was, uh, it was just second nature for us, yeah. Yeah. you know. And uh, So the, to look at your life and go, because that's what a lot, a lot of people would say about you. Like if they're like, what, how do you describe Wanda Jean Smith? One of the top things, if not the top thing would be, how you love Jesus and mm. how that comes out of you. You've been doing that since for oh. 75, 76 years. At least years. 75 years. <laughs> that's, like, that's crazy. Three quarters of a century. Yeah. You've yeah. been following Jesus and growing in that. Like that's mind blowing to me. Yes. And and yes. so beautiful because of the, you know, that then that doesn't mean that the whole time it's been. Right, no. Oh no. Easy. There's been ups and downs and and I will say also that both of our grandparents my mom's dad and mom loved the lord and my dad's 
dad's mom really loved the Lord yeah. and served him until she was 97 years old. So, uh, yeah, our her our heritage, yeah. you know, our, our background, I just, I can't imagine not having that as part of our yeah. being, yeah. you know. So when I, so I'm thinking about people that might be listening to this that are uh, closer to your season of life and then mine, you mm -hmm. know, and everywhere mm -hmm. in between. And here's what I'd say. I want to be sitting here when I'm 80 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with my grandson, granddaughter. Yes. And have an opportunity to, to have a conversation. And I would sure. hope that I would have even half of the love that we have for you, the respect, the inspiration, mm. the admiration. I can go on and on. Yeah, thank you. And you're welcome. But that thought of when, to looking back at a 31, 32-year-old Wanda. Okay. How would you say uh, you got, how are you, how are you here? How do you, how does somebody help get here at 80 years old where A, they still love Jesus mm. and B, they've got their family like just pouring out love mm. for you. Like, cause there's other people who that's not the case. Right. They've lived a long life and obviously everybody makes mistakes and you, sure. know, you can't control everybody. But like, like I, what I watched last night and people flying out here to be a part of this is they love you. There was no obligation. There was no, no. Oh, I don't want to let somebody down. It was like, absolutely, to pour out my love for Wanda Jean Smith, mm -hmm. I'm making it happen. And so how are, you're sitting here, 80 years old, loving Jesus still, and you've got a family that loves and adores you. Mm. Uh, what would you say has contributed to, some, to that? So if somebody wants to be sitting here like I do one day, well, number one, I'd have to say it would be Jesus because he's helped me th through so many valleys yeah. and so many highs as well through my, you know, uh, it was very, it's with my mom passing away when I was so young and my brother was only 14. I was six, barely 16, but I do believe that my mom actually asked and prayed to God because the doctors did give her uh, one to five years. And I know that her greatest wish was to live till I was 16. And so in my heart, I really know that God granted that wish for her. Yeah. And we was with her when she passed away. And she actually lifted her hand and said, I see Jesus. And then she told us, don't you hear the birds singing? Don't you hear those birds? We didn't hear anything. Yeah. But the, then she just, the smile on her face, and she lifted her hand and smiled and said she saw Jesus. Yeah. And my other aunt was <laughs> walking up and down, reading the 23rd Psalm. And so all of her brothers and sisters were Christians, and that whole room, she was in a Catholic hospital, and even the nuns, they just could not believe our family at that time. Yeah. 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 One of the things that's marked your life has been uh, prayer. Yes. And I mean, since I was little. Yes. You know, you, you would either always ask, how can I be praying for you? I am praying for you. Mm -hmm. When we'd see you in person, you had mm -hmm. a, a book, mm -hmm. a journal. I wish I had it today, but a journal. Yeah, if, where... I, if I'd have known about this, I would have brought it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you've got a, a couple of them because over the years they... Follow your hands. Right, and you would, uh -huh. you would trace them, right? And then uh -huh. that would be, you know, you'd pray over those handprints mm. with your hands yes. as we'd, for years. And so there was the way that I've imagined you 
I just, I knew that was such a part of who you are. What, what about prayer? Like the episode I just had this last week, uh, this last episode with Jordan, we, we had a couple moments of talking about prayer um, and how the generations seems like sometimes they value it differently. There definitely seems to be a greater value from my vantage point that the older generation has about prayer. Yes. Um, tell and me, tell old me more hymns. about that. And old yes, hymns. Yes, yes, yes. Um, How has prayer made an impact on your life? Just to know that no matter what I was going through, that Jesus was right there with me. Yeah. And so even if I didn't know the words to pray, all I'd have to just say is Jesus. Yeah. You know my heart. Yeah. You, you're going to have to help me. You know, I need your help right now. And um, yes, I, I just, I can't even, I, I feel that the, some of the things that I went through, losing my mom so young and my brother going to Vietnam at 17, um, all of those made us the people we are today. And... Um, I think that Jesus allows things to happen in our lives that we don't understand at the moment. Yeah. You know, we wish we're different. We pray that they would be different. Yeah. We don't want um, maybe that circumstance or that hurt or that breakup or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. But um, Jesus will take you through. Yeah. And, uh, and in my case... He did. My mom and dad were married over 25 years. And uh, anyway, you know, as time went on, then my dad remarried. And then they had a son. And so we have a half-brother. Yeah. And he's wonderful. Yeah. And has a wonderful Christian wife. Yeah. And uh, just really... Um, it, it's just, we are a big family. It's, all, it's like yours, mine, and ours. Yeah. And so the prayers, I just feel like the prayers are so significant that even when you don't know how to pray, you just say, Jesus, you know my heart. Yeah. You know my heart. Yeah. You're not going to give me anything I can't take. I don't care how bad it is. You're going to want me through with yeah. me. Yeah. So Job, good. marriage, whatever it may be. Yeah. When you think about yourself 50 years ago. So I'm, like I said, I'm 30, I'm 31, I'm almost 32. Okay. okay. So think about around that age, you know, a half of a century ago, what would you go back and tell yourself then that sitting at 80, looking back at your, your path of life that you would, you wish you could go back and tell yourself about what was coming that it would have changed something about how you would have lived leading up to that. Don't be so serious. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, don't don't be so serious because and take the time to just sit down with your kids uh, and your grandkids, which is really what I did. The I think the best thing for me was having you grandkids and uh, the great grands. Yeah, and it's just people used to think I was absolutely wacko until they got grandkids. Yeah. And even half of them still, they're not as wacko as I am. <laughs> but I love, I, I love, I, I really feel that was God's best gift to me. Of course, I want it. And I also, when your mom was born, yeah. 
I wanted a baby girl so bad. Yeah. I wanted a girl so bad. And we were married for three years before she was born. And uh, it, to me, God, that was the greatest blessing he gave me at that time. And it was just wonderful. And so I just feel that he, I mean, I don't always walk the straight and narrow and, and I might come out with something I shouldn't say or I'm kind of opinionated, uh, but I'm not going to lie to you. No, if I, if I think you're wrong, I'm going to tell you yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fast. And if someone, if someone crosses oh, any one of your family. Any, <laughs> no, nobody no. better mess with my family. Yeah. I remember I was in first grade, okay, <laughs> and I remember going through a season of uh, becoming a little bit more insecure about my clothes at school. I wore a pair of sweats one time to school and feeling like I, I, I had gotten made fun of a little bit and I had told my mom about it and she must have communicated, you probably don't even remember oh, that. Yeah, I, she I, must have communicated something to you and I remember being on the phone with you and you saying, if I need to come up there and, and talk to some boy or talk to some, <laughs> talk to somebody about them making fun of you, I was like, no, 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 grandma, it's fine, you know, but you, you've always, yeah, your, oh. your loyalty. Even today, yeah. nobody better hurt you and I might embarrass you because I'll probably get right in their face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. But here's what I love about that, though. You, you have that, and then on the other end of that, or other side of that coin, you have a fierce love. I do. A love that most people give up on mm. long before you do. Mm. When it comes to giving up on people, second chances, third chances, fourth yes. chances. I'll your, give you a mile. Yes. Or more. Yeah. And then loving beyond any return. Mm -hmm. guaranteed and I think Absolutely. about a lot of the people you've poured into over the years as I've watched you mm -hmm. and how many countless times I've watched you love somebody in action not just in word mm -hmm. that was I knew was not going to return to you the same way mm -hmm. that you were poured out and it gave me a glimpse of Jesus mm -hmm. over and over and I think that what a lot of these people will remember just about who you are your legacy is that Wanda loved with such an unconditional right love and that's how I want people to always remember me is that I tried to be Jesus in skin yeah because that's the way he loves us yeah I mean there's nothing we're gonna do that's gonna cause him not to love us yeah and uh, yes I, I I really I love very deeply I get lots of chances Kind of once in a while, when I if I really get hurt, then yeah, then you know I I don't stop loving you, but maybe I stop being around you quite so much. Sure, yeah, you know, yeah. But so what? One last question, and then I'd love to finish the conversation uh, with asking you to pray uh, over me okay. and my family. But here's the last question: How if you could like look into uh, a camera, but I'll just have you kind of look through me and say something to your grandkids and your great-grandkids. Mm. Just anything. Like when you think about who they are, what you'd want them to hear you say or, or communicate or know. What, mm. comes your, what comes to your heart? Hmm. Well, first of all, I would want them to always know they could never do anything that would destroy my love for them. Not ever. And for all of my grandkids and my great-grandkids. And then my other uh, greatest desire would be that they would never stop loving Jesus, 
they may go away for a while um, or get disappointed, yeah. but I would always, always want them to love and serve Jesus because really and truly, He is the only way there is. Yeah. I mean, He truly is. And we don't always get, I mean, our hearts can be broken and, that, and that's so true. And it's hard for other people who aren't believers to understand, well, well, how does God allow these other hurtful things to other people and kids and everything? I don't have the answer, but I do know that Jesus still loves us, cares for what happens. It's a, it's a world that Satan just comes after. Yeah the ones that really love Jesus. They, he doesn't have to mess with the other people, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, uh, well, he messes with them because he pulls them more in sin, but <laughs> he really is going to go after the families, like mine, honestly, yeah. because you guys are, and Shelly, you have your mom and dad serving the Lord, bringing your kids up in the Lord. You're bringing your family up in the Lord. I prayed for spouses for you guys. Yeah for God to bring the right, and as we did for your mom, yeah. and, and for Laura as well. Yeah. So it's, I'm just grateful. I'm so blessed. I just, I mean, I've, I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Yeah. I'm blessed, yeah. thankful, happy. Yeah. Just love, love all of you so much. Yeah. I, I just, I can't even put it into words, and I love your kids. Can't wait to see one of here with Landon one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> For me to yeah. get to hold that baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing is, I'm really thankful that God let me live till 80. I never, I honestly, I never believed I would. I didn't. I really thought that I would not. My mom was only 45. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah. I'm really grateful to God. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Well, one, one big thing that's marked my life as a byproduct of you is my passion and care and heart for multi-generations. Mm -hmm. I, I have it deep in my soul. Yes. But I love and it shows and I want to be in relationship to the, the generations that have gone before me and before me and before me. Yes. That um, I, I know is because of the seed of how I've watched you mm. deposit in my life and you've been a representative of the older generation in my life mm -hmm. in a way that has helped me in moments where maybe even some of my own peers mm -hmm. in ministry or leadership would not care as much or mm -hmm. have a mentality of, well, you know, they've had their time or whatever. Right. You've, because of the way you love me and have poured into my life, I always have the older generation in my heart, in my mind, in mm -hmm. a way that's like, how can I still honor and love and serve and include and invite to the exactly. table? Exactly. And, and then and not only invite to the table, like I have something to offer, but what, what do you have still that I need? Yes. That uh, has been a part of my life in, in Holly and I's ministry in church even now. Mm -hmm. That uh, if anybody follows us or is a part of our ministry uh, that is the older generation, they can thank you because <laughs> of the way that you, you modeled that for me and really wow. gave me her. And the last thing I'll say, Grandma, is um, when I think about you, the, it's un undoubtedly, unmistakably clear how much you love me. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm thankful. 
And to never have to wonder. Like I, I've, I have felt everything you just said. I, that you, you know, that one thing you hope that they could do nothing to. I have lived in that reality since Ooh. I've been able to understand. I couldn't. I've never felt like I could not. I could. I could lose your love or have never. you love me any less. And the sake. The, I can't. It's hard to describe. The feeling of having a human mm-hmm. in relationship in my life that I could literally not disappoint beyond changing their love for me has been one of, if not the greatest glimpses mm. of the Father's love, God the Father's love for me Good. Uh, that I've experienced yet. Yeah. And so to know, you know, that's the kind of way you've loved us is a love that has uh, given us a glimpse of the Father's love. Um, I want to I make sure you know, know that. Oh, thank and you. That's with me forever. So uh, I love you. Thank Thanks you. For I love you too. And, yeah, I love you bigger than the sky. Bigger than the sky. <laughs> um, I'd love for you to pray just for, for my family and for the grandkids, the great grandkids, like the, the generations down. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though we don't have a book to like write my hand on or circle whatever, uh, I'd love to just hold, hold your hand, okay. you know, it's just so that way uh, there's that, that connection. But yes, we'd love for you to pray. Pray All for right. me. Yeah. Thank you. Dear Father Jesus, I just come before you right now. I thank you, Father, for this opportunity to share. I thank you for Chase and his love and family, his wonderful wife, my granddaughter, and my great-grandkids. Father, I just love you so much for letting me be a part of their lives. I ask you, Father, that you will bless them in their ministry and Stretch forth your hand to touch them in all they do and that they may feel your direction in their lives and that your love for them is just ever-encompassing and that you're always there for for them just as you are for me. I pray for my other grandchildren as well. I pray for Landon and Kaylee, Chet, Katie, and Brody and Harley that they will always love and serve you. Lord, they are such a blessing to my life. I ask you, Jesus, to minister to them as well. And I pray, Lord, that you will just continue to bless this time together. I thank you for the wonderful blessing it has been. I pray so much for Larry and Shelley and for Laura. I ask guidance in their lives. And again, I just thank you for all that you've been in my life in carrying me through these 80 years. In your name, amen. 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 You did it. I did Way it. Way to go. Well, there you go. <laughs> Episode 7 with Grandma Wanda wrapped oh. up. Thanks for listening. Until next time.